Hello, and welcome back to another episode of So You Want to Read, the podcast dedicated to telling you what you need to know before you read. Today, my co-host and I will be discussing Macbeth, William Shakespeare's masterful tragedy written in 1606. But before we learn about Shakespeare, we have to take a step back. A tragedy is an ancient Greek brainchild defined by Aristotle as the downfall of a noble hero or heroine, usually through some combination of hubris, fate, and the will of the gods. In modern language, it's a protagonist who fails through some combination of pride, uncontrollable circumstances, and the will of the Greek gods. The tragedy was extremely popular in classical Greece and became a common type of theater, even to this day, in part to the tragic hero. A tragic hero is a simple, a hero who has some sort of heroic trait so the audience can identify with them. But they also have mistakes that often lead to their downfall. For example, Romeo from Romeo and Juliet is a tragic hero. His excessive passion for love makes him interesting, but it also leads to his demise. This is extremely important to remember when we get into reading Shakespeare's Macbeth. Believed that Shakespeare wrote Macbeth as a not-so-subtle nod to the one and only King James I. Macbeth is a story of witchcraft, regicide, and dishonor without a legacy. Three of King James I's biggest fears. King James is a very paranoid guy, constantly afraid that he would be usurped from the throne, and the fact that some people tried to blow him up most definitely did not help his sanity. Shakespeare shares a lot of King James's views in Macbeth. Witches are bad, regicide is bad, and having no legacy is bad. He even borrowed a lot from the book King James I wrote, Demonology, which was all about trashing on witches. In all, it's pretty clear that Macbeth was a little flattery for King James. For this next part of the podcast, we'll be taking a look at an interview with Shakespeare himself in 1623 to commemorate the opening of his next hit, Macbeth. Here it is now. Everyone, please welcome playwright William Shakespeare. Mr. Shakespeare, you're here to promote your new story, Macbeth. Would you like to explain the inspiration between some of the characters and plot? Aye, may I say, Yon, this may be one of mine own most wondrous works. If you don't mind, could you use a slightly more uh, informal tongue? My apologies. The nobility prefers it fancy. You get it. Anyways, I think this one is one of my favorite stories, and the inspiration comes from none other than the late Raphael Hollinshed and Abraham Fleming and their critically acclaimed book, The Hollinshed Chronicles, second edition. Ah, yes, I had Hollinshed here around ten years back. If I'm not mistaken, it entails the history of England and Ireland from their inhabitation to the current 16th century, correct? Correct. Hollinshed died before the publishing of his first edition, but the second was finished with the entire story of Scotland added to it around nine years later by Abraham Fleming. I find the book fascinating, and I've already used it as a source for King Lear, Cymbeline, some of my history plays, and now Macbeth. In particular, Macbeth in reality was an 11th century king of Scotland named Macbethed Macfinloch, ruling after his battle and victory against King Duncan. Macbeth was actually considered a very strong and wise king, ruling for 17 years before his own death in combat. Without spoiling the play, the treason and battle in my version come from a different king of a different time period named Duff. Duff is also the reason characters like Lady Macbeth and Duff himself appear with such a great presence, where the real Macbeth chronicles tell of Macbeth, Seward, Malcolm, Duncan, and more. 
Note that the rules are switched around, and Duffin Myerscript is not the villain he is in the history of Scotland. So do not think by reading the book you'll get the same experience as my own excellent theatre. And may I say how sad I am to hear about the death of Hollinshed? Yes, poor Hollinshed. I knew him well. Ah, uh, sir, uh, from where did you get that skull? I can't help but notice that those guys had similar voices to me. Maybe we're relatives or something. Anyway, it was later found that over one-third of Shakespeare's plays were influenced by the Hollinshed Chronicles in some way. As explained by Shakespeare himself, the story of Macbeth comes from that of King Macbeth and King Duff, both from the history of Scotland. It truly is amazing just how long CDs can last. Hollinshed was the first person to express an active interest in recording all major history of Ireland, England, and Scotland, and after his unfortunate death, his work was carried on by the younger Abraham Fleming. His work was used for things like Macbeth, but is also still used by historians as the first account of many stories and events from before the 15th century when it became popular for even the common man to explain their own experiences. As much as you may think otherwise, this was not a real interview with William Shakespeare, and instead a poor attempt at acting to better portray information in an entertaining way. Thank you. That's it. That's all you need to know before you start to read Macbeth, Shakespeare's famous tragedy. Have a good one!